Welcome to Far Better, where we look to be pleasing to God in this life, so our eternity is far better. I'm your host, Michael Clark, and as always, when we get together to discuss the Bible and topics that will help us become better people in this life, I want to tell you that in this particular episode that we're going to discuss Steps to a Great Church, and over the next several episodes, I've been kind of studying that and really think that it would be a blessing and a benefit for all of us to ask ourselves, is the church that we worship at a great church? Is it far better than other churches that are out there? And that's really what we want to talk about. If you would like to email us, you may do so at farbetterphilippians123 at gmail.com, farbetterphilippians123 at gmail.com, and I'll post that in the description as well. At the end of this episode, you'll be able to find that. If you have a topic suggestion or just a comment that you'd like for us to know, I would greatly appreciate it as we are always trying to do better and be better Christians. That's the entire purpose of this podcast. And so as we talk together about steps to a great church, I, I want to ask you, what is the most important part of a building? Is it the walls or the frame? Is it the way that the open concept comes across? I really think that you can understand that the greatest and most important part of any building is the foundation. The foundation is so important. In fact, Andrew Morrison told us in an article that the foundation is the most important because the biggest mistakes that can be made are not having a good foundation. One of the things that he says is when you don't have the proper foundation, your entire building is now a touch out of level. Well, okay, that's all right. You can figure out and you can capture it in the roof frame. You can fix it, right? Uh, actually not because by the time your metal roof shows up, the square panels don't fit on your out-of-square roof, and you now have to, quote-unquote, make it work. In the end, everyone in your grandmother can see that the roof is out-of-square and the simple mistake in your foundation has ruined the look of the house. All because we didn't take the time when we first laid the foundation. Now, the entire building is out of whack. The foundation has to be the most important part of the house then. Oh, don't get me wrong, the frame is important. The walls, yes, they're important. The, the roof is important. But all of that is out of sync when the foundation is not what it is supposed to be. So what does that have to do with the church then? Well, the church has a foundation. In fact, the Bible tells me that the church is going to be built. You know, you remember Peter told the Lord that he was the Christ, the Son of the living God, and Jesus told him that he was blessed for saying that because flesh and blood hadn't revealed it to him, but his Father in heaven, and that upon that rock-solid truth that Peter had just said, he was going to build his church. That rock-solid truth, that is the foundation that I'm going to build my church upon, that I am the Christ, the Son of the living God. Guys, you know that a building is only as good as its foundation, right? We just talked about that. We just discussed how a foundation can make or break a building. So why don't we talk for a few moments in this episode about what is a good foundation? What is a good foundation? 
Because if we know that the building is important, and if we know that we have to have a good one, then we really do need to understand what a good foundation is. How foolish would it have been for God to tell us, well, you need a good foundation, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Sorry. Figure it out. God wasn't like that. He laid out exactly what we needed to know. And in fact, in one of the teachings of Jesus in Matthew 7, he tells me about a man who goes out and he builds a house on the rock. You know, he's got this captive audience. They're listening to him, and he begins to tell them what the Father's will for them is. You might be thinking, well, how is his Father's will like building your house on a rock? Because he said in the very beginning of that verse, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I'm going to liken him. I'm going to make him just like the guy who goes out and builds his house on the rock. What happens when the storm comes in your area? You take cover, right? You sit there and say, well, we've got to get to the safest part of our house. The wise man understood when he built that house that he had to have this solid and good foundation. And when the rain came and the floods beat around the house and the wind comes to beat upon the house, what happens to it? It doesn't fall. It stands firm. How can it possibly do that? Haven't you ever seen the destruction that a storm can cause? This man's house stood firm because he took the time and care to build on the right foundation. What about you and me? I, I can tell you that there have been times in my life where I don't build that foundation upon Jesus Christ or I forget to build my foundation for my life on Jesus Christ. I remember being in vacation Bible school and we would sing the song, the wise man built his house on the rock and the foolish man built his house upon the sand. And I always remember that third verse. So build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. What happens when we do that? Well, according to the song, the blessings will come down. The blessings come down and the prayers grow up, go up. I want to have a good foundation. When I study like the judges and see the, the children of Israel and how they did without God as their foundation, it wasn't very good. When you, when you think about that for a moment, what was the cycle of the judges? Well, you had that Israel would sin and they would be delivered into a captive and as they began to be these captives of their captors, they decided, you know what, we, we want to go back to doing what God wants us to do. So they began to pray. And God would hear their prayer, and he would forgive them, and he'd send them a judge. The judge would deliver them. He would liberate them. He'd bring them out. And Israel would have a good covenant relationship with God again until they sinned, and God would deliver them up to another captor. It's a cycle. Is it your cycle? I know it's been mine sometimes. 
because I can tell you honestly, I look at my life and I see the things that I should do versus the things that I often do. And my foundation isn't secure. You know, I've noticed in my own life when my foundation is not as secure that everything else seems out of whack. Just like Andrew Morrison told us. I don't lay that proper foundation. All of a sudden the roof is out of center and the rest of the house is not as it's supposed to be. And that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? You lay a good foundation because the house doesn't do well in a storm without it. I didn't build my house that I live in. But I am thankful for the people who did because when that storm comes, I don't fear. I don't worry about it. I'm not concerned. I don't sit there and fear for my life. Instead, I take solace in the fact the people who built this did a good job. You know, mud's a horrible thing for your car to get stuck in. A couple of months back, almost two years ago now, this May, I went to help my father do a debate, and he debated a preacher on the subject of once saved, always saved. And as we were coming back from that debate, this massive storm started to come down. And we had my grandfather with us, my wife, and my sister, Holly. And Megan was pregnant at the time with our son, Adam. And my grandfather's got a lot of knee and back problems, and so we were trying to figure out the best way to get him home as quick as possible. And we stopped at Hurricane Mills at a pilot gas station. And I know what you're thinking. Hurricane Mills, you, you probably already know where the story's going then. <laughs> While we're in there getting our snacks and filling up the car, we find out that supposedly there are these trees that have been knocked over in the storm and they're on the highway. And so we determined to try to find an alternate route. And so I looked on my Apple iPhone and I typed in, what's the best you know, alternate route? And I found these back roads. And so I looked at my family and I told them, I said, this is what we're going to try to do. I was in a Prius. My wife was in a RAV4. We began to drive these back roads in that Prius, and we got onto a road called Jack Branch Road. This is not a road. It's a creek. And my Prius is not equipped to handle that road. As I'm trying to maneuver up the road, the Prius gets stuck, I put it in reverse to try to back out, and we were just going to go back the other way, and we were just going to try our chances on the interstate, and all of a sudden I heard it, that loud pop that let me know one of my tires had just exploded. We were stuck now. And for the next week, I spent my life in Jackson, Tennessee, dealing with the repercussions of going that back road. Hundreds of dollars later, I realized that was a foolish decision. And you know, today, 
I look back on it now and I realize that I won't make that mistake anymore. So why would I do that to my family? Why would I do that to myself, spiritually speaking, and put myself in a position where my life is not far better, my life is worse? I look back on that now and I laugh, and you probably would laugh at me too if you were here with me. You might be laughing at me now, I don't know. (laughs) But my life is so much better having gone through that experience because I did gain some knowledge from it. It was a horrible time. I can laugh at it now, but boy, during the moments it was not easy. When I don't have a good foundation... I'm going to get stuck in the mud. My house is going to fall. I need Jesus Christ. I need God. We need the Lord. Because we've tried life without Him. And it hasn't worked. And even if your life is somewhat manageable right now, are, are you really happy today? I know that I'm not if I don't have the Lord on my side. This world does a really good job of selling us that everyone in the world that's famous and popular and has a lot of followers, boy, their lives are great. But sadly, a lot of those influential people are the same ones that will end up taking their own lives because their lives weren't far better than ours, though we sometimes look at them and think that they are. And for some of those people who took their lives, it was because they had no foundation. What's a good foundation? Well, Jesus tells me that it's one that's built on the rock. One that's solid, one that won't fall or be faulty, one that is going to stand firm and stand pat. I can't afford for my life to be anything but that. Thank you for tuning in with us today. I'm thankful that you took some time to listen to this. I hope it's helped you as it's helped me. And as we are always talking about being far better... I want you to remember that you can email us at farbetterphilippians123 at gmail.com. You have a question or a comment or something you want to see talked about in another episode, we'd be happy to do that. And I want you right now to remember life without Christ and remember what life is like with Him, the foundation that we should all have. Thank you for tuning in to Far Better. I hope and pray that we all please God now so that our eternities are far better.